0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities. So do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities. So do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms Is you can't make it
3: happen. You don't force it. You kind of just follow the promptings of the next right step. And for me, it was starting the podcast and then the next step and the next step and different guests. And so if you have a big dream, you know, break it down into little, (laughs) little steps Mm -hmm. and just take the next right step. Don't overwhelm yourself and enjoy the process too. Like get excited about you know, along the way, journeying through it.
2: Have you ever thought, how did I manage to lose myself? Being a mom is so hard, especially when we're feeling stressed and disconnected we exhaust ourselves trying to create this perfect life for our family you deserve to enjoy your marriage and your kids without the stress perfectionism brings i am going to teach you how to identify who you are outside of all of the roles you play hi i'm Veronica Cisneros i'm a wife mother of three and a licensed marriage and family therapist I am on a mission to teach women just like you how to become empowered and unapologetic. Welcome to our girl gang. Welcome to Empowered and Unapologetic. I'm your host, Veronica Cisneros. Today's guest is the 500 Seconds to Joy podcast host personal development coach for Christian moms, encourager of women, success coach for Christian podcasters, champion for international and focused family life, and writer for Christian devotional reflections. I admire the fact that she loves to help Christian mamas by encouraging and equipping them to pursue God, discover their calling in this season, and pursue their passions with joy and intention. So please help me by welcoming Stephanie Clarice. Hey, Stephanie.
3: Hey Veronica, thanks for having me today.
2: Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on. So, I have to say, you like do so many things and in addition to that, you're a mom. So, yeah. I got to ask like how did this all start?
3: So, about a, year, a little over a year ago, I started my podcast. But if you go even back further, I had my daughter 4 years ago. And I completely lost myself. I, I didn't know who I was. And I thought, okay, now I'm a mom. This is what I've always dreamed of. You know, I had been praying. My husband and I were praying for a baby and we wanted her and we were so excited. And wait, I'm so unfulfilled. I am so unhappy. What is wrong with me? Where's the joy of motherhood? And so I really struggled with depression and anxiety. Um, some of it was sleep deprivation related, others other reasons were like I was so into my career I didn't even realize it, and so that identity was gone. I was alone a lot, and I'm an extrovert, so that was hard. So podcasts, I found podcasts when I was newly postpartum, and I found these ladies who encouraged me and uplifted me. And I felt like I was hanging out with a friend. So I had this little thought in my mind at that time that I wanted to start my own one day. And it stuck with me. I didn't act on it until last year, um, November of 2019. And I started my podcast, 500 Seconds to Joy, just as a hobby, as something that I thought, you know, this is going to be a great outlet. And I can't wait to encourage moms and I've actually learned so much in preparing for episodes, like getting to read books i never had, would have read, you know, these awesome books and authors I've gotten to talk to. So then it's evolved and it became, wait, Stephanie, how did you start your podcast? And I started helping countless women start their own podcast. And then I thought, Hey, (laughs) this is a business. So it transitioned into me coaching women and helping Christian women start their own podcast. And I do one-on-one coaching. I have a weekly newsletter where I write devotionals because I love writing and I dream of being an author one day and I know it will happen in God's timing. Um, and, And I coach women and host this awesome podcast. It's super fun and just a great outlet. And I know God gives me the time because honestly, I am very busy with the kids. I have a so I'm married and I have a four-year-old girl in it and, a, and a almost two-year-old boy in two weeks. He'll be two. Oh my gosh. And then I'm 20 weeks pregnant with another girl. <laughs> so I'm tired. <laughs> I'm busy with the little kids and you know, I'm home taking care of the home and cooking and cleaning and all of that. And this year has been a little weird because my husband's been home a lot, which has been nice. He's been able to do a lot more around the house since he's been home. Um, so I have his help and his support and and I have a friend who watches the kids while I do interviews like this. And, and so I have plenty of support and help. I have family in town. So people are helping me. But really, I do this during nap time. Um, at night, sometimes my husband can watch the kids, but mostly during nap time. And it's amazing what you can do. When you're passionate about something, and when you're focused, and when God has blessed it, so it's been a really fun journey. I'm excited to see where it keeps going. <laughs> one thing, one thing I have to say is, um,
2: for one, I admire your ability to do all of these things and being pre- being pregnant, because I remember for <laughs> me, all I wanted to do was sleep. Like that's yes. it. It was sleeping, and then I was praying that when I woke up. I would be able to keep down whatever food I ate because it was just Ooh. that nausea. And it was with all three kids, all three kids. I didn't get a break. Yeah, it was no. it was horrible. So Ugh. just to see you like up and you look absolutely beautiful and you're like totally oh, glowing. Thank you. <laughs> you're so sweet. Um, so one thing that also attracted me to you is journaling you know, Mm -hmm. journaling, being able to create goals, being able to follow through with your passion. Um, I also believe in journaling. I feel like when we put that pen to paper, we're able to really process what we're experiencing, what we're feeling, what we're going through, um, and gain a different level of perspective and insight. So can you Mm -hmm. tell me a little bit more about journaling and creating white space to focus on and discover goals and passion?
3: Yes. So I've always been a journaler. I started a diary when I was, I think, in second grade. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I've always loved to write, writing stories, talking about my day. And so I've always had a journal. I've always had somewhere where I'd write down my thoughts. And it can be really simple. It doesn't need to be stressful for moms. It doesn't need to be one more thing you schedule in. It's just about taking whatever's in your brain (laughs) and putting it down. And I do this when my kids are running around. They're playing and I have a thought, an idea, something that I get excited about or something God's inspired me with and I write it down really quickly. I also, during my prayer time, always have a piece of paper and pen ready to go because usually I get inspired by you know just praying and feeling like okay this is what God's kind of leading me in it's almost like he he kind of speaks in my heart it's not necessarily audible but it's like a feeling i get and so then i write down those things so i think for moms it can't be one more thing you schedule in your to-do list because it's not going to be fun it has to yeah. be something fun and when you're dreaming especially when you're trying to think about your goals it needs to be very light And fun and low pressure, stress free. It can't be something that you say, okay, I'm going to sit down now and I'm going to focus on what are my dreams. You can't put pressure on it like that. It has to be fun. It has to be something that flows out of you and that is just so natural, like breathing. So for me, you know, starting the podcast and writing, those are things, and speaking, which is also podcasting, you know. Those are things that just flow out of me and are natural. Like that's just a part of me. And so each woman has been created, each of us in this world has been created with unique gifts and talents and dreams. And they're as natural as breathing, but we kind of bury them. And we feel like the world is too hard and difficult. And we have so many responsibilities. We can't dream. We can't have fun. Life's too serious for that. But that's not true. I mean, yes, there are responsibilities. I make a million snacks a day, of course. <laughs> but it's also important to dream. So I think my main tip for journaling would just be to keep it low pressure. Have that journal out on your counter, wherever you're going to see it, and just have a piece of paper, you know, that paper and pen. Because there's, like you said, there's something about writing it down. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about this is you can see the evolution of your dreams over time. So as you journal over the years, you can look back and see patterns and say, hey, this is something that's always been there. This is so cool. Look, God put this in me. He put in this passion of writing and encouraging and lifting people up. He put that inside of me and you can sometimes even look back into your childhood and yeah. think about, whoa, it was there too. So I think the, the main thing for moms do not add it on your to-do list. No. <laughs> just, just keep it as some, an option throughout the day when inspiration hits. And I, I have some journal prompts for people. Um, and then I'm sure you can put that link in the show notes. If people want prompts, But I find the best way is to just kind of let your mind wander, like almost daydreaming. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it keeps things really light and fun and flowing, which is where I think dreams really come out of.
2: What would you say is one of your favorite journal prompts?
3: I would say my favorite one is what gives you energy? Mm. What energizes you? And I mean, conversely, you could think of what drains you, Yeah. but I think it's really exciting to think about what does light me up? What does give me energy? You know, when I talk to people, for me personally, I come alive. I get excited. I get energized. I get off a call like this and I have so much energy. Yeah. You know, I, I get off a call from a client talking one-on-one about podcasting. I have so much energy. So those kinds of things are really good indicators of where your gifting is because the energy that means you're tapping into something within yourself that is there and God wants to bring it out. That's, that's how I see it.
2: I think that's really important for us to be able to identify what energizes us, what gives us, um, fuel. I, I think, you know, we can think of the fifty thousand things that actually take away from our energy, yes. but very rarely do we do we do we really pinpoint what is it? I matter of fact, I was just talking to my mom about this. My mom was, you know, um, her and I had a discussion about like anxiety and what that looks like and how I help people. And I asked her, I was like, Mom, you know, how often are you resetting? And she was like, well, you know, I just take breaks when I'm driving. And it's like, no, mom, like for all, you know, how often do you reset because you're going through your day from one, one area to another area, you know, being this magnificent grandma. And at what point do you allow yourself to reset? And she's like, oh, well, I mean, I guess, I guess I don't. And so we started talking about that, you know you know, how, how do I know when my gas tank is, is empty? My, my physical gas tank is empty and Mm -hmm. how can I refill it? And I started giving her some, some tips and it felt so, if I kind of wanted to cry because it's like, oh my gosh, here I am teaching my mom, you know, and Mm -hmm. my mom's like, you know, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, mom, you know, I, I like get paid (laughs) to do this. (laughs) Like people come to me to do this. And she's like, oh, well, yeah, I never thought about this. And you know, well, what do I do use an ice pack for? What do I blow bubbles for? You know, and why do I need, you know, why do I need this um this plush doll? Like what are you talking about? Um so I, I I don't think it's one thing that we talk about often, you know, with other moms nor nor do we even know for ourselves. So like for you, what are things that energize you besides talking to people? What helps you reset?
3: For me personally, what mm-hmm. helps me reset? quiet, just complete quiet, sitting in silence with God with my journal at the ready, but just sitting there, just sitting. And, and sometimes I'll start with some music, like, um, I don't know, contemporary Christian music. That's my favorite. It gets me all excited and feeling like the words of the lyrics are basically what I want to say to God but maybe I don't have the right words. So the song says it for me. Mm -hmm. Um, That really helps me. I love music. I've always loved music, but yeah, just sitting in silence and, and realizing that that's actually why I feel drained a lot is because I don't have much silence. Cause even as an extrovert, I do still need a little bit of silence. And I told my husband, if I can only get 30 minutes of silence a day, I'm good because I am an extrovert. I love, noise and talking and a hustle and bustle and going here and there and everywhere, but I still need silence. And that, that's definitely my reset. And so I try really hard every day during my, my um, son's nap time to have my daughter do quiet time so I can get that silence. And when I don't get it, I totally notice my energy is just shot, just completely gone. But when I get that silence, it's like, yeah, you're filling up the gas tank. It's such a good analogy. It's so true.
2: Um, how does that help you with setting goals and what type of goals do you set?
3: It helps because my mind can just wander, Mm -hmm. you know, daydream. And that's what kids do. Kids are so good at this because they just play and they don't have all the responsibilities Mm -mm. that us adults have. And so they can just be kind of thinking and daydreaming. And as adults, we forget to do this. And we feel like it doesn't matter because what's the point of dreaming? We have too many responsibilities. There are bills to pay. There are kids to take care of and feed. And of course, those things are realities of life. Of course. But carving out a little time, even if it's 30 minutes a day, five minutes a day, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever you can spare. If you can sit in silence with God or just sit in silence and let your mind wander. It's so huge. I always get inspired during that time and think, okay, oh, this is what I want to do. So Mm -hmm. for for the podcast, for example, you know, I I let myself dream about what do I want it to look like. Um, How many listeners do I want to have, and how many people do I want to impact? And I get excited thinking about like different series I could create that would. Help people in their prayer life or or help moms just feel less alone, things like that. And so when I get that silent time, I can actually start dreaming about those things. And it's it's actually really fun. It's a little uncomfortable at first if you're <laughs> not used to it.
2: Yes, I'm glad you said that.
3: <laughs> but it is fun once you get into it. And so I always tell people the first five minutes is the most uncomfortable. And the hardest, just like a workout, you know, you're working new muscles and when you're quiet, sitting in silence or semi-silence, maybe the kids are in the other room, but you know, those first five minutes, it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit different if you're not used to it. But then if you push past that, I think you might start hearing things, feeling things, thinking things that you didn't even know were there. And again, that can be scary, but just kind of being open, like just open yourself up and think, okay, what am I being led to right now? And just kind of even asking that question, putting it out there. You can yeah. address it to God specifically. That's what I usually do, but you could just sit in silence and think about what do I want my life to look like? What do, what do I want right now? I have a friend who's a podcaster and she always uses this question. What do I want more of? I love that question. What do I want more of? Mm -hmm. I'm like, Ooh, I want more joy. I want more peace. I want more quiet. Yeah. (laughs) What do you want more of Veronica? (laughs) You know what? I,
2: I want I want more of being present, like Mm, being able to really participate in every single moment. Um, because I know with, um, with just life and, you know, the business, I, I, I know, I, I know at times I rob myself from those opportunities, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I realize that I, I it after the fact, um, yes. and, and every now and then, you know, when I'm, when I'm in it and I, you know, I hear my daughters laugh or last night, my husband and I, you know, we had the kids go to bed and you know put them down and we walked back into you know walked back into our room and attempted to go to sleep and Brooklyn had snuck into Aubrey's room and they were just laughing and there was a part of me that wanted to say go to sleep but it was just the way that they were laughing they were having so much fun they were having so much fun they weren't doing anything wrong and it was like it's still early i mean it's not crazy early it's their bedtime but it, it's still somewhat early and I'm just going to listen to them laugh. And even as they mm-hmm. say that right now, it was like, I'm so thankful that I provided myself the opportunity to listen to that because that's what's going to be stored in my long-term memory. That's what's going to be stored you know, in my heart for the rest of my life is moments like that. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely want more of being an active participant in the moment. Thank you so much for asking me that
3: hmm I, I definitely agree with what you said. Oh yeah. Um, my next question to you was going to be, so you're, you're
2: talking about goals and you being a podcaster and you're amazing, amazing. I was on your podcast and it was, it was so much fun. You made it so easy. <laughs> um, Thanks. what is one goal that you've achieved that you never dreamed about doing? Like, like it was like mm. something that was, you thought would never be achievable.
3: Um, I would say for the podcast in particular, the listenership and the downloads, I'm almost at a hundred thousand downloads and I never thought that would happen. I mean, I, I can't even believe it. And it's funny because I started this just telling friends and family about it, you know, and, and starting this new Instagram page and connecting with people and kind of sharing it that way and getting guests on and they'd share it. And, and so I just never really anticipated how it would kind of evolve and grow. And so that's been really cool. And I just see God's hand in that so strongly because I mean, I'm just this one person and I realize that there are people in other countries listening to me. And saying I've encouraged them and it's just mind blowing. I just can't even believe it. It's, and I always say, like, when people ask, well, how do you do it all? It's not me. It's really God because I'm just one person. You know, I can't make all these things happen. And so that's what I would say with dreams and goals is you can't make it happen. You don't force it. You kind of just follow the promptings of the next right step. And for me, it was starting the podcast and then the next step and the next step and different guests and, you know, having twice a week episodes and, and just all these different things as it's evolved, like you just kind of take the next step. So if you have a big dream, you know, break it down into little, (laughs) little steps Mm -hmm. and just take the next right step. Don't overwhelm yourself and enjoy the process too. Like get excited about, you know, along the way, journeying through it, because there's always going to be the next goal. There's always going to be the next dream. And like you said, with presence, Veronica, I mean, you kind of want to enter into the present moment. Yeah. You don't want to miss it along the way to your bigger goal, so to speak. So there are little milestones along the way. I mean, I remember when I I took a screenshot of 32 people listening to my first episode and I looked back and I saw, I took another screenshot of, you know, I had a thousand downloads. And so I realized, you know, that was a big deal for me. And now I'm almost at a hundred thousand. I was like, that's a really big deal too. And I'm hoping, I'm like, one day I want to get to a million. And so but you know, there are little steps along the way. So, but that's been such a fun journey, just seeing all these people listen. And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. They want to hear me talk. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) It's really fun.
2: It really is. What are three steps, um, that you would, you would encourage us to take to go ahead and pursue this life that we want to live?
3: Well, I would say the first step is letting go of the guilt and allowing yourself permission to have dreams and goals. Because if you're a mom listening, you're not just a mom, you're a person, you're a whole person. And so mom is a role you play. Yes. And it's a very important role. And if you have little kids, it's probably what you do most of your day. If you're home with them, I mean, it does consume you. Yes, yeah. that's there. it's very real. I have two little kids and then being pregnant and I'm going to be in the newborn phase again. It's all consuming when you have a newborn. But just remembering that you can give yourself permission to dream and that's okay. So I think that would be step one is kind of the mindset around dreaming and just really working on your mindset that you're a whole person you're not just the roles you play. And I know you and I talked about that Mm -hmm. a lot um, in our interview on my podcast. So that would be number one. Number two is finding the white space, creating the white space. Um, What is that going to look like? Everybody's life is different. I mean, some people don't have their husband home. Some people are single moms. Some people have their husband home like I do, you know, home all the time working from home, you know, everybody's life is a little different. So you're going to have to figure out for you how to create the white space. For me, for example, when my son takes his nap and my daughter gets her quiet time, you know, she'll do an activity, watch a show, whatever. And that's my time. And I'm very protective of it. And I remind her, this is my time. You know, this is mom's time. And Mm -hmm. I will play with you when it's done, or I'll do homeschool with you when it's done or I'll do X, Y, Z when it's done. So just protecting that white space on your calendar. I don't know what that's going to look like for each of you listening, but you have to create it. And it can be 10 minutes. It could be an hour. I I don't know what your life looks like. For me, it's probably about 30 minutes to an hour tops of actual, like focused quiet time where I can not be interrupted. Um, So that's that. So number one, let go of the guilt. Allow yourself permission. Number two, create the white space. And then number three, do it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yes, yes. do it.
3: Yes. (laughs) Make it happen, girl.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you said do it because a lot of us are like, okay, what is the next step? And then what's the next step after that? And then after you receive all of the steps, it's like, okay, well, what if? My kid only sleeps five minutes. And then what if this happens? And what if this happens? I I, I applaud you for saying just do it, get it done. <laughs> if your intent is to do it, if that's exactly what you want, then go for it because things are going to stand in your way no matter what. Especially kids, they're going to yeah. do everything they can to <laughs> to, to so you're the focus. So they're the focus of your attention.
3: Yeah. Yes. How do we yeah, and they'll try to interrupt, you know, depending on your kids, their ages and how often you've done this. And, and I've coached some moms, um, on, on this actually like, okay, gentle reminders and okay. You can have a, a line that you say every time you're doing your quiet time, this is mom's time or whatever you like, whatever language you like to use. Mm-hmm. I usually say, to my four-year-old because she's so, she wants to understand things. I just explained to her, I need alone time. I need quiet time because it's healthy for me because mom needs some time to pray. I pray because then I can be a really kind, loving mom to you. I need Jesus's help for that.
2: So I explained
3: (laughs) it to her. I'm like, I can't do it on my own. I can't be patient on my own. I need Mm -hmm. God. So. You can explain it to your kids. You can have a one-line mantra, like a record that you just say over and over. This is my quiet time. Please go back in your quiet time. You know, and they we're training our kids. And we're training, if you have girls, um, you're training them to prioritize themselves. Yeah. And don't you wish that every woman, every mom out there knew that she was a priority knew that she mattered. And this goes for boys too, of course. Yes. But since mostly the audience is moms, I'm speaking to the moms out there that you want to raise, you know, the next generation of moms to feel like, Hey, I'm worthy of time. (laughs) I'm worthy of this alone time. And it doesn't mean you get hours a day. No, that's not realistic. But if you get 10 minutes, great. Mm-hmm. That's going to be so, so rejuvenating.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. I th- I think it's also breaking that, that pattern.
3: You know, mm-hmm. I know my parents,
2: my mom never taught me this and right. I, I don't think she didn't teach me it because she was withholding it. I think it's more of her not knowing that this is even a possibility because right. her mom didn't teach her.
3: Right? Yeah. Same here. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. So I think we have a really nice opportunity to teach our children these things and, and for our sons too, to know that, Hey, mom needs some time. And maybe, you know, when if they get married and they're working outside the home, they come home and, and remember that, Oh, my mom needed some time. So I bet my wife, who's a mom now needs some time too. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Right. And so I feel like this is just, what a great opportunity we have as moms to teach our kids these things. And it's not being selfish because I'm not advocating for hours a day. That's, that's not realistic with little kids. (laughs) It's just not, I'm just advocating for maybe 30 minutes. Mm
1: -hmm. I think,
3: I think 30 minutes is huge. And, and maybe you can't do it during the day. Maybe you have four little kids and they don't sleep at the same time. They're not quite at the same time. So then you're going to have to ask a friend, A family member or your spouse for help. And so I think that would be my part four of my three (laughs) steps is don't forget to ask for help. Beautiful. I'm glad you said that. Weakness, it's actually strength to show people that hey, I need help. And you know what? Maybe you'll encourage a friend to ask for help.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: So Hey, it's, it takes a village.
2: A girl, amen. It yes, it does. It takes a
3: village. And you guys could swap.
2: You could totally <laughs> yes, swap. Girl, it's my, my turn. My and
3: I do that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I do with my friends. It's huge. Yeah, embrace the swap, ladies. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. So my last two questions. What are you doing right now to live the life you want to live?
3: Hmm, That's a great question. Well, I would say presence. Number one is, is just soaking it in because Mm -hmm. this is actually the life I've always prayed for and dreamed of. I prayed to be married to a wonderful man who loves God and I'm married to him and I prayed for sweet little kiddos and I have two of them with the third on the way. I mean, this is exactly what I prayed for. And so just trying to embrace it, even though the whining is hard, the crying is hard, all the needs. Yes. It's so hard and it's so tiring and yeah. the broken sleep, you know, my daughter just came in last night and had a bad dream. So there she yeah. is in our bed. Um, So those things, yes, they're hard, but soaking in the moment, being present, looking at my kids, like you said, with the laughter. Yeah watching my kids play, getting on the floor and playing with them when I can, you know, being present. So that helps me enjoy my life more. When I put the phone away, I just soak in the moment and I, it just brings me so much joy. It really, it's just, there's nothing like the present. I'm not thinking about what happened before. I'm not thinking about the plan of the future. I'm just there. So that helps me enjoy my life and just, Soak in everything God's given me. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then just, and having quiet prayer time each day. That, that is huge for me when I don't get it. I notice a huge difference and it actually carries into the next day. Yeah. So it's a complete game changer. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what's going on. It doesn't matter what my circumstances are, what's hard what's not hard, what's in between, you know, just everything that happens in life. Yeah. Um, the prayer time and being present, it's, it, it just brings me so much joy and I, I can enjoy my life with the good and the hard. So that's, yeah, that's helpful for me.
2: All right. My last question. In one sentence, what advice would you give to the mom who feels stressed and disconnected?
3: Mm, one sentence. That's hard. Well, know that you're not alone and know that you have the power to change it with God's help.
2: Beautiful, beautiful. Stephanie, (laughs) you're amazing. I
3: absolutely love you. (laughs) I love you too, girl. You're you're so amazing too. I'm like, okay, we need to do this again.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're giving the audience a free giveaway. Please tell us more.
3: Yes. So I have a few downloads. So one of them is um, these journal prompts I created. So you don't have to use journal prompts, but if you want to, I have them. So you can go to bit.ly forward slash journal time mama, M-A-M-A. And I'll get you that link, Veronica, so you can put in the show notes. And then also I created this devotional. So I have a weekly devotional I can get you that link if people want to sign up for a weekly devotional. Yes, Um, please. It's really, I'll just say it now, bit.ly forward slash monthly happy mail, monthly happy mail. It is now weekly, but I had it monthly. So that's what you can search for monthly happy mail. And then the last thing is I created this 10 day devotional. So it's basically for moms to just help get your mindset, right? Start mm-hmm. your day with a Bible verse, a little reflection, a little prayer, something you can read in probably two minutes, honestly. I mean, it's oh not going to totally take much signing time.
2: Up. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Yeah,
3: really, it's really awesome. And, and the funny thing is, again, the Holy Spirit inspires me. God has written all of this because I go back and read it and think, huh, those are my words. What? <laughs> <laughs> so if people want that devotional, you can go to bit.ly forward slash ten day devo. So that's the number 10, 10, 10 day devo. D E V O. Okay. So I will get you all those links and everybody yes. can get all those goodies. And I have lots more goodies. Um, you know, I come out with different, you know, freebies and resources and guides. And those are the things I create during my quiet time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's proof. There's proof. Yes. There it is. (laughs) And how can we find you? So, for those that want to follow you on Instagram, on Facebook, where are you at?
3: I hang out on Instagram. I was on Facebook for a little bit, but I prefer Instagram. So, I'm at 500 Seconds to Joy Podcast, 500 Seconds to Joy Podcast. And I love hanging out there. I'm there. I'm really active three days a week. Um, Sometimes I hang out a fourth day, but. Again, in the spirit of being present, (laughs) I don't spend (laughs) every day on social media. I just can't. But I have three days where I give a tip. I do mom hacks. I post affirmations. And I also try to go live and teach about podcasting or just share Bible verses because, hey, we all need encouragement right now. Yes, we do. So those are the things I do over there. And that's the best place to connect with me.
2: Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for being on the show. This was amazing.
3: You're welcome. It was so much fun. Thanks, Veronica.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now and rate and review. Thank you, guys. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I know you're ready for the next steps. If you want to become empowered and unapologetic, get my free course, Unapologetically Me, over at empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash course. Empowered and Unapologetic is part of... The Practice of the Practice Podcast Network, a family of podcasts that change the world. To hear other podcasts like the Bomb Mom Podcast, Beta Mel Revolution, or Imperfect Thriving, go to practiceofthepractice.com dot com forward slash network. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered. This is given with the understanding that neither the host practice of the practice, or the guests are providing legal, mental health, or other professional information. If you need a professional, you should find one.
1: Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about
0: addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to
1: some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.
4: I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect, deep down, that glass, or three, of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? that's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol— we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass, or three, of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol.